You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. like some bad movie. Oh, yeah. Just like some bad movie. We're much quicker to the episode tonight because the website that I use to uh, get YouTube videos, the trailers and whatnot, they're gone. Who's they, this now? I use some website. Here, I'll tell you exactly the website. Nobody can use it anymore. It's dead. It's called YouTube Downloader. It's a website. It's uh, y2mate.com. And I used to used to be able to pick the video that you want. You just put the link in the feed that, the, that they have, and then you can download the video quite easily. And they... What, 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 about, what about their app? Oh, the whole thing is defunct. It's gone. So, oh, yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, so... I don't have a TV spot tonight. Um, <laughs> normally, I, I do. I'm having that same problem that I did last week with the, the task bar, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. This is so stupid. It's a rough, it's a rough week. It's a rough week. And yeah. It's a rough movie. Uh, this movie is fantastic <laughs> if, if you didn't catch it in the beginning. And uh, we're here reviewing King Kong from 1976, the uh, Jeff Bridges the Jeff Bridges machine. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean, maybe maybe I'm far enough along where I can, I can actually admit to not even being that big on the original. Oh, the one from I the thirties. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Was that thirty three? No, no, the other original. Yeah, one <laughs> the of the thirties. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Ah. Uh, I know it was supposed to be a big deal, and it probably was at the time. I never got into it. I, you know, I don't know. It, even, I don't know even if it was in 1976 a big deal. Yeah. It made enough and money. They yeah, tried it again it, in 1985 with King Kong Lives with Linda Hamilton. Yeah, that was even more of a disappointment. Every one has been a big disappointment up until Skull Island. You know. Yeah, Kong is one of those those ca- uh, characters that they. They just kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. And then you're right. When Skull Island came out, I loved Kong Skull Island. I thought that was real. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. And then God, uh, um, Godzilla vs. Kong, I thought that was really good, too. Hey, I, I don't know why my wife was so angry at the film. I thought it was fine. I thought it was entertaining. Why was she? Which one? I don't know. She, huh? Which one? Which wife? No, which wife? Which movie? Godzilla vs. Kong? Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah. She was angry? She she was physically angry because she hated that film so much. Why? And I, I, for the life of me, can't understand. Well, you know what? She's like what I uh, I like to call wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Sorry, Holly. I love you, but wrong. Um... Yeah, so so uh, in in the seventies they decided to remake the classic, uh, quote unquote classic King Kong, and uh, so they got an Italian director. Yeah, that that always works out well. Yeah, uh huh, and um, wrote up a screenplay, and they mo- they had to modernize it. Sure. Uh, originally, apparently, originally they they weren't going to, but then uh, there was some studio demands. I think De Laurentiis made demands of it being uh, modern day. If he, if he was involved. Um, I can see so, that. I can yeah, see that. 
and and so and so we get this '70s kind of message, King Kong. Yeah, I, and and listen, yeah. getting the Italian director De Laurentiis, an Italian producer, you know, that that came right from him. I mean, like he's just like, I'm gonna get one of my guys. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. and and the thing is. Uh, and I'm jumping to the the very end, just that little thing that came up. The producers w- would like to acknowledge, and then all the people that worked on it. And then yeah. it was like, with uh, with a special, I didn't say, I didn't think it said appreciation, but it said with uh, a special thanks or um, guidance from Rick Baker. And Rick, ba- if they just let Rick Baker do the whole thing, it probably would have listen. If Rick Baker was interviewed, I don't know if he was, uh, off record, he'd probably be like, that thing would have looked like garbage if I did not help them. Well, no, that, that's the whole thing, too. I mean... Because uh, um, it didn't look great. And by the way... It wasn't Rick Italian Baker's director, standards by any means. Speaking of Italian directors, you know you know who supposedly was uh, potentially asked to don't do even it? Don't even tell me, Argento. Close, Mario Bava. Oh, Bava, really? Yeah, yeah. That's what I. Re- Who knows if it's true? It's one of the many things you read about this stuff. But I, uh, I think. I well, mean, uh, uh, fan of the show, uh, Gino Cuddy. Didn't he? Wasn't there a? Was it Godzilla, Luigi Koji, or uh, I think it was Luigi uh, Koji or something like that? Or Ko- I don't know. I don't remember. But. He's uh, there's a video, very, very rough edit of Godzilla, that was produced and it was really I don't think it was filmed I think it was just kind of cut together, and uh, and it was a Godzilla thing, and it was it, I, the only reason I'm bringing it up because it was also in the 70s. It's like once once De Laurentiis got his hands on this, it like all these other things started popping up too. Oh yeah, there was a couple of animated feature, uh, animated series. I think that came up as well. Yeah, uh, just just a bunch. Of, I mean, and because you expect this is gonna be the blockbuster, and and and. Uh, wow, I mean that's what they were hoping for. Well, I feel I feel like every King Kong is is like okay, let's stretch the limits of special effects, and no one ever really wants to admit that there's the limits really not as far as you think, and you're not gonna get that far beyond it. Yeah. And, and and they oh it's always that short. I mean, I, I feel like we're in this golden age film wise now where you can really do anything and it looks real. You can, you, yeah. you absolutely can, and, um, and, and you kinda, don't need it, a ton of money to do it either now. And it, it and it makes me feel bad being in that position and judging a film like this for special effects that at the time were. Um, the movie cost twenty four million. That's that was the budget, and I well, believe it, it made fifty worldwide or something i thought it actually made more i thought it made like 90 million it was the seventh high, seventh highest grossing film of the year in 76 yeah okay i don't have any numbers i just have that one number so I'll, I'll well if it's 76 i'll tell you what was the highest grossing. And, and the budget may not may, may not have been so high if they hadn't tried to build the robotic king kong which well, you only yeah. see for about a minute in the film yeah what was the highest grossing film in 1976? There's a movie here. Uh, looks like it was Rocky. Yep, it was Rocky. Uh-huh. Which which makes sense. It makes sense. Sure. Um, according to the numbers, my, my favorite website, uh, it said Kong made $90 million. Mm-hmm. Um, And you said it was the seventh? That's what I read. Yeah, the numbers looks like it doesn't have everything that made money that year. Because there's a bunch of things that don't make more than the ninety. There's a movie called To Fly. Said it made a hundred and twenty million. It's an IMAX to movie. Fly. They had IMAX movies in seventy in the seventies? Uh, oh, I know why it, it. I know why it says hundred and twenty million. It's probably made throughout its lifetime. 120 million IMAX movies if you look at them they have pretty high grosses 
Like it'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, this IMAX film made seventy five million. It's because they've been showing it for thirty years. You know, when you go to like uh, IMAX theaters, uh, they, we have one in Jersey City that just does IMAX movies like that. Anyhow, all right. Why, why are you looking at me like that? I'm, I'm, it's like you're entertaining me. That's what I feel like. That that no, face sir, is. No, sir, you're entertaining me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the, the f- film starts off with with them and and they had to make up a fake uh, location, so it was like. Uh, yeah, Sarabit wasn't Sarabiet? Skull Island. Yeah, no, I mean, where they leave, where you, where the camera. Oh, right, right, down right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're looking at, for at the oil. Port. They're looking for right. oil. Yeah, that's their whole yeah, thing. So, so it's like a Middle Eastern name, but not a specific one. So you can't pin down exactly where they right. are. And, and little uh, things like that, I don't, I don't care about. You know, just mentioning it. I uh, no, 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 no. Well, no. You know, I, I, I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. I completely forgot that Charles Broden is in this. How, how can you forget? He's like the main bad guy. Well, I didn't remember that Charles Broden was in this. I really didn't. But let me tell you this. I love Charles Broden in this movie. Oh, he's, He is he's, so over the top. Nails it. So over the top. What a douche. They were originally supposed to. Um, he was supposed to be like involved in sequels and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Charles but Grodin, then, the then, demanding actor. The, yeah, you know, I, every, you know, of course you want to keep him around. He's a big name, uh, especially in the seventies. Who he just died recently. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, we're doing all these thanks, reviews. Thanks, it's Joey. Like, we're doing all these reviews. It's like Cosby gets out of jail. Change. We do Mother Jugs and Speed. Yeah, then, uh, um, don't 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 say I killed Charles Grodin because I will be upset. No, he died way before we reviewed this. Well, then why are you bringing it up? I'm bringing it up because it's just another movie we reviewed that uh, someone that's but in it has recently but it, passed. But you did, but now you're saying it's recently, and then you're saying oh it's so far back, and then you're saying oh but it's so close. It's like within the last like couple of months he died. That close? Oh yeah, it's my two or fault. three months, something like that. My bad. My bad. Oh. <laughs> it's all your fault. Well, I'm not challenging. I'm not challenging the Silver Streak now. I don't want to kill. What's his name? So, oh, Silver Streak. Oh, um, wait a minute. Gene Wilder. He's dead. When did he die? Like four years ago. Uh, I can't. I can't keep having this conversation. Let's get back to the movie. Oh, but you didn't know wait, Willy Wonka even, died. We haven't even. We haven't even gotten to Jeff Bridges climbing across the rope and sneaking on board the boat because he wants to get on an island. Yeah, he's he knows um, he, he bought maps, now, charters, it, charts. He bought charts. Right. It, it's hard to fault some of this because the screenwriter has to figure out how he's going to get a romantic couple that aren't involved with the ship on the boat to go to the island. We need to get outsiders yeah. on the boat of insiders. Uh, so of course we got to do stupid shit. Oh, yeah. he's cl- I'm sneaking aboard, and and then uh, well we got to have a woman, so let's just have a rat bring her up. You know. You know, happy ending. Yeah. Uh, unla- you know, I, uh, I like Gene Wilder died. It's his five-year anniversary death. It'll be oh. on August 29th. It'll be five years that Gene Wilder is dead. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know well, that. Well, now you know. I I didn't need to know. And now you know. Oh, but yes, no. uh, Jessica Lang. She's in the middle of the ocean. They're about to. Um, I don't know. I guess yeah. detain Jeff Bridges' character, Jack. Uh, because they, you know, they threatened that he snuck aboard because he's actually from Exxon or Shell or wherever. Mm-hmm. They like they're trying to find oil. He's a spy, so they're not going to escort him off the ship. But they're going to probably put him in some sort of uh, prisoner-esque the quarters. The brig. It's called the brig. We all know what the boat shell okay. is. It's the brig. The brig. So as they're taking him there, he notices that there's a life raft in the water, and it's Jessica Lang's lifeless motionless body yeah and talk about luck i mean uh all is lost that poor guy spends so, you know his entire you know all that time wasted trying to get anybody to recognize him she just floats up asleep yeah although i i, I will posit that this would been this would have been an entirely and uh this film would have been an entirely different film if they had pulled robert redford out of that rap instead of her a <laughs> uh, little bit a little bit um your choice whether it's age appropriate or not yeah they they wouldn't have went back for robert redford i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> they, they would have just let the monkey have him <laughs> so 
If, uh, I mean, now Charles Grodin does a great job of stomping around and acting acting like an idiot, and and uh, Jeff Bridges has a ball just playing the hunky guy. Um, but why why do the filmmakers feel the need to that we ha- we ha- in, in, to understand how people get uh, bond over like several months on a cruise uh, by just like padding a half hour of the film so we feel old? It's like there's so yeah. much time spent on this boat. Uh, this should be a 90 minute movie, not a two hour and 15 or two hour and 14 minute movie. Well, at least shave it under two hours by just cutting short all the montages of showing, oh, see, look, they got along while they were on the boat. They're on a boat. We know this. We now, know how boats work. From what, I, from what I understand, there's a theatrical cut of this and a TV extended cut. Is Uh-oh. the two hour and 14 minute version that we watch, is that the TV extended cut? Oh, please don't. Tell or me to is watch the, the cut. or is the TV extended cut even longer? I don't even know. I don't know. No, the the official runtime is two hours and fourteen minutes. Right. Well, here, let me do a. Because I actually wanted to look it up before we. Television television version is three hours and two minutes. The extended television version is three hours and thirteen minutes. So we did not watch the extended version. Thank Jesus Christ. Christ. There's a three-hour version of this? Yeah, and here I was getting on Peter Jackson's case. Yeah, right? King Kong Extended Edition. Oh, no, that's the 2005. I put the year in. Christ. Yep. The extended TV is 193 minutes. Scream Factory. They're the ones that did the Blu-ray of this. Now, now, now I need it. <laughs> now I need it. Now I need to know what was cut out. Oh my god. By the way, I don't think we're live on YouTube. What? The stream was going. I'm I'm on the I'm on our page and I don't see anything. Christ in heaven. The stream was working. Okay. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> I can probably get the stream going again. It might be going. So, I, I I so I, I oh. hazard I ha- Since I, we're I really since we're going live, the stream key I can't access it. Oh, then, then don't bother. I, I was just saying. God, I hate, um, I hate, I hate it so much. Now it's been begging me to update this version, and I think I, I have to at this point because the stream just doesn't work all the time. All right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, we were talking about the TV extended cut. You found it. It's three hours. You're getting. Oh, on. yeah. I, I certainly hope it's not more character uh, development because Jesus, <laughs> the film has plenty of that. Don't have to take any extra time developing the characters. The TV spot I was going to play, because the tagline for this movie, um, the TV spot has the tagline in it, which is the most exciting original motion picture event of all time and is also one of the great love stories of our time. It's a little wordy. Just a little wordy. Just a little bit. Just... Stop, stop making it a stop, love story. Stop it now. They keep, they keep making it a love story. I, I mean, I don't. Now, I, I obviously it's just not going to work out, Kong. Boring. It's just not going to work out. Just like Jessica Lange tells him, it ain't going to work out, man. She at one point tells him, this just isn't going to work out. It's like she was breaking up with him. Yeah, uh, right there. In her, that seventies, that seventies bubblehead naivete kind of. Well, way. Yes. Not, not in a real sense. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like you as a friend, Kong. I don't think of you that way. You're like now, a there, brother there, to there me. Are the, there are the obvious. Obviously, everything is pointed towards oil, uh, industrialization. Um, and they, they very vividly bring up the whole idea that they're, they're pretty much stealing somebody else's land. They're God, even. Yeah. By exploiting their land. Um, so all that's going on there. I, I think having King Kong in the bottom of the ship during the fi- sh- shipping was a bit too much. There's like way too much imagery there for me to unpack. So I'm, 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 I've got enough hate. I've got enough like like uh, hate on corporate America right. alone. I don't need you to lump white America on top of that. Can I just have one hatred at a time, please? <laughs> I, I only have so much room in my movie-going experience to focus my hate. And you've given me Charles Grodin as that focus, and it's not. A, I mean, he's a great actor, but it's not a great villain. No, he's, you know, no. 
it's it's the villain is nothing it's just an embodiment of arrogance and greed well i mean know, charles broden is is Oh no, he plays it great. I mean, well, I mean, no, he's pretty much one of those actors where he's Charles Grodin in every movie. There's yes and no, no real, well, yes and no. I mean, like he can he changes it up very little, but his character arc is kind of small. He's he's like all those '70s male actors that were popular at the time on TV and film. You know, Alan Alda. You know, right. he's, he's an Alan Aldaite. He's he's one of them. He's one yeah. of that flock. You know, you know, I can think of three movies that he's been in just off the top of my head where he's just he's Charles Grodin in every one. Yeah. Like he seems like old time. Like in one in Beethoven, he's just dealing he's Charles Grodin dealing with a dog. Right. Beethoven is a kid's film. Who's it, acting for a kid's in film? In Midnight he Run, Charles. he is Charles Grodin dealing with Robert De Niro. <laughs> in uh Taking Care no. of Business. I, I he is Charles Grodin dealing with what Jim Belushi is doing. <laughs> I, I feel like this is bordering on slander at this point. I won't have any. I don't. The man's dead, so it's okay. That's just even worse. Even yeah. worse, he's, Joey. He's not around to fight me. Yeah. Charles Grodin, fight me. Do it. Yeah, but what, what, when you, when you make your when you make your lead villain so ineffectual, yeah. it really it doesn't. I mean, because of course he's not the show, but. I mean, that's why, you know, Jack Black as, as the guy, great, now I have another guy to hate. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's not a good, it's, it's not the, it doesn't fill the hole properly for a villain. Right. And, it, it, you know, if, if you're going to embody something as vast and destructive as, like, the, 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 the industrial complex, uh, commercial industrial complex, uh, don't, don't choose Charles Grodin. I like Charles Grodin. I like Charles Grodin too, but I, I just think. It, but he's Charles in Grodin the, in every movie. Come on, let's it, let's let's not harp on this. It's just the I, truth. I'm just. It's not. It's not. And I keep, I wish you would stop saying it because you hurt me every time you say it. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you, baby. Uh, then stop saying it. Okay. Um, I'll stop saying it. I I just I just feel like it's it's a choice that hurts the film being taken seriously. But then I remember it's about a giant monkey. Who attacks the city? It's not supposed yeah, to be taken seriously. They changed that up too. He doesn't climb up the Empire State Building. He climbs up the Twin Towers. Apparently, the people at the Empire State Building were not happy about that change. I imagine it's yes. what it's what made them famous. I and mean, then after obviously, 11, you know, the nobody sky- else was happy with that change. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. when were the Twin Towers built? They were built in the seventies. Like I think they were only built for a few years, right? Oh, by a few years, you mean like a couple decades? Or? No, no, no. I think the Twin Towers were constructed oh, in, in the early 70s. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. when this movie well, yeah. came out, the Twin Towers were, I want to well, say, that, really that was, new. That was, the whole, that was the whole advertising point. That was one of the stipulations uh, that Lorenzis gave. As far as I, if, if I'm not mistaken, the two stipulations were it's modern day and he climbs the Twin Towers. Yeah. Yeah, because, Twin because Towers. He knows, he knows were, he's selling it. You know, he's, and then he go, turns around and says, "Hey, I need a movie with a monkey that climbs the two towers." Bam, that's it. Modern day. He doesn't. He's just worried about what how he's going to sell the film, not about what's actually in it. Yeah, it says here, um, Twin Towers were completed in 1973, although tenants were arriving as early as December 1970. So between when it when tenants were actually allowed in the building, and when they were actually finished, it's three to six years. That's it. It's pretty interesting that they yeah. chose the Twin Towers. And obviously, I think you're right with the advertising. It's like it's a new uh, part of the New York City skyline. Uh, became iconic, not even you know because of September 11th. It was way before that. Um, so it was, it's, it's interesting that they decided to use that as the building that he climbs in this movie. So... Man, you ever uh, you ever look back at that original Spider-Man teaser before oh, Spider-Man yeah. came out in two thousand and two, where uh, it's none of that's in the movie. It was just a we're making a Spider-Man movie. Here's a little something of what you can expect, and you know, it was uh, bank you know, robbers and Spider-Man tangles their helicopter in between the t- twin towers. You know, uh, maybe this isn't the place to say it, 
But when all the people complaining that you can't take down these statues, like the Civil War statues, because, oh, they're a part of history and we can't forget a part of history. How do why, why is it acceptable that after 9-11, we just wiped we, we just kind of like wiped the message boards? It's like, OK, there was no twin. There were no trade towers. Uh, you know, any anything we have out there that has the trade towers in them, get them out of there. That's it. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I have some saying at so all. What, what, what are we going to up doing that? It's just it's, it's like a double standard there. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with this. Film did they do that in the Spider-Man films? Towers. Where did they actually have the twin towers and they digitally remove them? No, they pulled that that teaser. They oh, they pulled the teaser. The teaser. I mean, even yeah. though it was like nine years later, you can still find it. But they just made a. You're right. They made a big deal about pulling it. It's like no, you don't get to watch this anymore. It's like stop it. Well, with King Kong specifically, they they recalled any DVD cop cases that had the cover, and they would replace it with one where he wasn't on the tri on the tower. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm sure that's a, a money. I'm sure that's a collectible out there somewhere. Sure. And I, and, I'm, and I, and I'm conflicted on whether or not it would be one I would want. <laughs> it's expo exploitational, but at the same time, it's exploitational against something that's stupid to begin with. So yeah, hmm. you know, it's a hard one. What's interesting is oh, speaking of stupid, stupid, <laughs> yes. Oh, back to the movie. Back to the say. movie. Now this uh, the slideshow that that we, that we have the slides that you put together for me. Thank you again. Um. There's the one poster, yeah, where he's on the Twin Towers. Here, I'll pull it in real quick. It's this one. He's got one foot on one tower. He's got another foot on the other tower. Mm -hmm. But he's absolutely gigantic. He's way bigger in this poster than he actually is. Oh, sure. He had the, he had the poster printed before they started What's he filming. holding in the, his one hand? A train? I thought it was one of the helicopters. Yeah. I mean, it's a... No. No, that's way too big to be a helicopter. And there's two oh, in, the, really? in the picture as well. It doesn't even look anything like those. I want to say that's a train. All right, he caught a train. But what did he do? Bring it up there with him? I think it's a helicopter. Who fucking drew this? It ain't a helicopter. There's, It's too fucking big. Okay. Maybe, now, it's, maybe it's a big jet. But where are the wings? It's just like I don't know. I don't like the way I don't like the way he looks either. He just looks like he's, you know, like is he an alcoholic? He's got his, look at that beer belly. I mean, like drinks like fifty cases of beer a day. It's like way out of shape. Just doesn't look right. It's a terrible poster. Yeah, it's it. You know that that um. I, I think again. I, th I think a lot of it happened like for advertising before they even had the film in the can. So you know what I do like. I do. I do like to. what they're doing now, um, with King Kong and Godzilla. Physically, they're bigger. Mm -hmm. Like when they're beating the shit out of each other, or when Kong is in Skull Island, you can you get a better idea of just how big he really is. And then in Godzilla vs Kong, they're walking through like skyscrapers and stuff and they're they're almost as tall as these tall skyscrapers i mean like i always felt that that's the size they should have been instead of like when he's climbing up the empire state building he's very small in comparison mm -hmm. it just makes oh, it a, oh, a big problem with a lot of these films uh, is generally make making sure everything's at, at scale especially when you're doing different you know you've right. got like a mechanized arm here and a half-sized dummy here and and the giant robot that we never get to use right well you know like uh when godzilla is you know walking through cities and knocking over buildings and crushing you know uh, the city and all that they show just how large he is and you know when they do like a godzilla vs kong movie godzilla would be way bigger than Kong had See, they stuck to the scale of what mo the movies that they made. Speaking of size, I, I find it, I, I don't know if this was intentional, but it just kind of occurred to me that by taking this giant monster and then when they transport it back uh, in the oil tanker for what, right. you know, which is what they wanted originally, and he's so, he's at the bottom of it, and he's so small. Like yeah. for the first time ever, he's small because he's co he's coming to something bigger than him, which is uh, corporate greed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or pro or industrial progress, whichever one you prefer. Sure. 
Sure. Um, so, I mean, there's that imagery. And then, you know, obviously, slave boats. It's, you know, there, there's so much imagery. But, like, the film just doesn't feel like it deserves any of it. And then, you know, the, and, and even, like, even the idea of, oh, I, I, I didn't score them billions and billions of dollars in oil. So maybe maybe this large gorilla will <laughs> sway their minds. Maybe, oh, it's an advertising. Uh, nothing could possibly go wrong. I mean, they build Jeff, they build Charles Grodin's character up enough where you're, you're convinced that he could do something that stupid. Right. But that there must have been other people involved. Like, they get the giant cage and the, the you know, nobody saw, nobody above him saw these. Doors. So why the fuck are we building a 80-foot gas station pump? <laughs> like, you didn't hear about the monkey? Get somebody on the phone. It just seems weird to me. They seem to have been that, able to build all this stuff very quickly. Well, that that that's industry. I guess. But, when yeah, they dig I, that hole, when they dig that hole and they have the chloroform in there, how'd they get them out of the hole? I don't know. They're I, I, guys. Uh, no. Sorry. A fucking 50-ton ape. No one is getting him out of that hole. He'd have to crawl out of there and willingly go into the ship himself. Hey, how did they get? How did they get it in a tank that's normally for oil? I, listen, suspension of disbelief is a wonderful thing. <laughs> it really is. And if you 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 got to go into this with a with a with a with a crateful, it's true. You, yes, yes, yes. But uh, I mean, then once they get to the city, it's just a lot of. Uh, I, every single King Kong film, the 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 female character is given way more attention than deserved by anybody. Especially the fucking monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's never really clearly defined what's a trade. You know, they, they make sure that Jeff Bridges has a month or two on the boat so it's not just because she's a hottie. You yeah. Know? You gotta make sure that there's some bonding going on. Great. You know, they you know And then the father from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase's father, he's like the the captain of the ship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, when I'm watching it, I'm like, wait a minute, I know who that is. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's the Chevy Chase's dad from National Lampoon's va- uh, Christmas Vacation. I was like, oh man, that's right, this guy's been acting forever. <laughs> well, when they find her and they bring her in, they're like, oh, we're gonna. Uh, you know, have to, uh, uh, sir, I'm trained in, uh, you know, uh, first aid. It's like, oh, we're going to have to take her clothes off, huh? <laughs> and he's the first one. It's like, all right, everybody out of here. Um, uh, what's his, his name is Rene Arbergenis. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he, he's the scientist, the one that's testing for the oil on, oh, the, on yeah. the ship. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that, I, I, that tells Charles Grodin that, uh, yeah, we found oil, but it'll be good in about 10,000 years. Right. Um, I for my life, every time I've seen him in anything, including this, all I can think of is Benson, because I grew up watching Benson, and he was a major, he was the main character in one of the main characters in Benson. I never really watched Benson. Oh, I mean, shame. I know who he is, and I've seen him in the show, but it was that was never a show I really watched. Well, fine. Growing That's up, just my memory. Sorry, I'll take it personal. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it it's a remake, so all, we're, we're seeing the same story we already know over again. So we've got the trek into the forest to save the girl. Yeah. We've got the conflicting orders. We have them coming, racing back with the monkey so that our hero inadvertently helps trap the monkey. Um, right. I, I mean, I, they're I, not I, reinventing the wheel with this. I'm not saying monkey to be derogatory either. I don't know why I've been doing that. I just. You could say ape. I could say King Kong. I could say Kong. You could say Kong. Yeah. Let me hear you say Kong. Kong. All right, that didn't work. No. Um, and it's, it's just like you know, it's the same as the same as the Peter Jackson one. We know where this is all going, so all you have to do is wow me with special effects. And it's just instead they try to act like the whole thing means something special. And it's yeah. nothing. It's it's just it's just about tormenting a tormenting an animal <laughs> and killing it because humans don't understand. No, that's it. I, I I hate to be so reductive. Um, but How do you think they get him out of the city after he's dead? They probably got to chop him up, right? Oh man, Bur- uh, Kong burgers. I mean, 
he's got to have to get, I mean, and not just like, you know, quartered. Uh, it's like, you know, here's an arm, here's an arm, here's a leg, here's I a feel leg. Like if you went, I feel like if you go to an old issue of Mad Magazine, that the ending would, would be Kong, Burger, Kong Burgers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can like just see the art in my head. <laughs> I, I know, I could see it. I could see yeah. it too. It's just like somebody with like a, like a, like a grill or something. It's like, get your yeah, Kong exactly. burgers, get your yeah. Kong burgers. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like they gotta, they gotta chop him up a lot. Like, see, see, I, I hate that you challenge like, me to this. It's like one. an all day, all night affair. It's like the smell in the city. It's be like, oh my god, are you done chopping up this ape? Yeah. <laughs> like, when are you gonna be done with this? It's just like sewers overflowing with blood. I just like, like there's, it's like you know that they would. Jesus Christ, Joey. <laughs> they would, they wouldn't be doing Holy it. Holy shit. They wouldn't be doing it correctly. You know, it gets into the water system. You know, it just smells like, like iron and hair for I, like I, a month while they're chopping up this this ape in the middle of the New York City. You're channeling, you're channeling Holly. I swear, I can I can hear this coming from my right while I'm watching this. But these are all valid. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong at all. <laughs> these are all valid. It's like, yeah. all right, we finally we're we're you know we got half of them gone. It's just uh, we just got the legs now it's like oh and then yeah the sewers are probably getting clogged with hair it's like hair is everywhere it's just fly it's like in the air it's like you're walking through the city and you know it's just like you get you know you get something stuck in your eye except you're getting kong hair in your eye you know mm -hmm. it's just uh, it's just everywhere it's on your clothes you smell like kong for for months just because it's so thick it's in the air it's just how do you get that gigantic ape out of the city you gotta chop him up Maybe you could lift them out of there, but I don't know. I think uh, they're chopping that bad boy up. I'm sorry. I think Joe. I think Joey lapped me. <laughs> hey, we just started the show now. On wow. your right. <laughs> on your right. Motherfucker. <laughs> Ate that shit. Uh. I know you're referencing Captain America. I am. Yeah. Every time you do, though, I just get a flashback to Atlantic City on the boardwalk. Oh, you're right. There's 5,000 people on the boardwalk right now. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I, I really am uh, upset with you for challenging this film to me. I'm sorry. I'm not I, sorry. I, I just... You know, remember, uh, I, we didn't have a show last week because I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. um, I went on a family vacation. And when we do that, it's a house of uh, like 10 people in our family, 11 people, something like that. And not last year, because all of our vacations were canceled because of COVID, the vacation before that, we were reviewing Meet the Feebles. And we were on vacation, and I told everyone, I go, hey, I got to watch this movie for the podcast. Is anyone interested in watching it with me? They're like, yeah, sure. What's the, what is it? I go, basically, it's if you took the Muppets and they were on crack, cocaine, and heroin all at the same time, this is what you would get. And they're all like, oh, my God, that sounds crazy and kind of cool and insane. And uh, we started watching it. They lasted about 10 minutes before they begged me to turn it off. Now, we go fast forward or rewind a week ago. Hey guys, I gotta watch a movie uh, for the podcast. A little different. Uh, really? <laughs> There's a little different reaction this time around. Okay, what's the movie? Uh, King Kong, uh, the remake from 1976. Everyone immediately is like, I'll pass. Sorry, I'll pass. And then the very next thing they brought up, he was like, yeah, that last movie you had us watch? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't think I'm ready. Meet the Feebles has fucked up probably any chance of me going on a vacation and watching a film for the podcast with other people. It came out too strong. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I didn't intend to. I think you challenged that one to me. I think. Uh, I, no, that's, that's a good possibility. I'd have to look at the episodes to see what was the one before and the one after and then I would I'm pretty sure I'm, pre I'm pretty sure we re reviewed it specifically because of the Happy Land murders. Uh, yeah, that was coming out, but we were still, our format was still straight up challenges, 
So right. I'm trying to remember. Uh, maybe I'll just look it up real quick. Anyhow, uh, yeah, King Kong. <laughs> it sucks. Do we like it more no. or less than the Peter Jackson King Kong? Ah. Uh. I mean, say what you will about the Peter Jackson King Kong. You do get to stay on Skull Island. You do get more Skull Island. I like it less because Peter Jackson is still a consummate filmmaker, even though it was a shitty film as far as the screenplay and, and, and how it came out. It still looks beautiful. So I yeah. definitely would have to take that over this De Laurentiis nonsense. I, I agree. Oh, I, I I'm, I'm like I'm scrolling I, through I when I know I can ironic. just I can just type uh, the name I can just type meet the feebles. There it is, meet the feebles, episode two hundred and eighty. Wow, that was seventy episodes ago. I guess it makes sense. It was two years ago. Um, Puppet Master was after, and brain damage was before. Yeah. You challenged me to meet the Feebles because I challenged you to brain damage. There you go. No? No, that's wrong. I challenged you to quick change. You challenged me to brain damage. I challenged you to meet the Feebles. I know that is fact because I know, I remember when I challenged you to quick change, you were like, really? We're doing a good movie? I was like, yeah, yeah. I, th I think we should sh we should do it. Oh, yeah, because before Quick Change was Paranormal Activity 2, you bastard. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I, I do find it ironic, though, that, that King Kong, was uh, they tried to exploit the original film and then use the message of, try, of, of how it's bad to exploit. <sighs> yeah. Resources. Mm-hmm. The 70s was all kind of fucked up like that. Yeah, it was. It's interesting that we we had any good movies at all coming out of the 70s. Lowest cultural point ever in the history of the planet. Yeah, 70s was... I mean, yeah. this is the year I was born, this now, movie, when it came out, but... Yeah. Now, what, what, what would you like to rate King Kong? You know, it's currently a 5.9 out of 10, mm -hmm. which in my book means it's a 6. Yeah. That's pretty much a 6. 6... Go Seems kind of high, yeah. I think a five is more appropriate. I, oh, I feel good. I, I feel good putting a five down on this one. It, it's five. it's five. It, I think five is appropriate. This is a very average movie. Yeah, I less mean, than five would be wouldn't be right. But higher than a five, I mean six. We're getting into like good movie status. You know, those mid sixes to high sixes going into like your sevens there. Is you know like oh this is a very and, this is a good movie it's got its flaws but it's very very good. It's also an excellent example of how exploitation cinema eventually overtook mainstream Hollywood. Yeah, I mean like this is a major you know as far as film go King Kong it you know it's, it's a major remake and the fact that they got they they, they got undersold by Laurentiis' crew slapping this thing together yeah it, feel, it, it feels like a high-end canon film you know this is death wish three yeah or, uh, oh yeah or um it's only f like seven eight years removed yeah I mean, this is the this is they took the, the business model the people that didn't get crushed under their own uh their own largesse uh you brought this business model into hollywood and hot you know hollywood sees it makes money they lapped it right up so yeah. you, you can see how how you it's interesting watching how everything just turns to shit. Yeah. Yeah, I should have gone somewhere else with that. But I just felt no, like it's okay. Good. Well, the All movie, right. uh, I mean, it, when Universal Studios uh, came out in 1990, um, they had a bunch of rides uh, mm. from all the Universal films. One of the rides was King Kong. And, you know, one of the things that they took from the King Kong films is when you're on the ride you're on a train and in this film he's you know grabbing trains and he's you know throwing them around and all that and that's the ride at Universal Studios that ride has now uh, been defunct they don't do that ride anymore just like they don't do the, the Jaws one 
because just like the movie, the shark never worked. Mm-hmm. Just always had a problem. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Like even you know, years later, they they created a theme park around movies, and they still. Oh my children! I swear to God, I want to yell, but I don't want to yell while we're doing a podcast. Even though I specifically told them to be quiet while I was doing this, like they're gonna they're gonna listen back to this and they're gonna hear these words coming out of my mouth and they're gonna be like, "Father, so sorry." No, that's never yeah. gonna happen. It's never gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> I'm not gonna go in the other room and spank my children. I don't do that stuff. But it's like, ugh, just be quiet. Boys, I asked you to be quiet. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Dad. Anyway. Uh, yes, I think a five is very appropriate for this. I am full on board with a five. So now that we've we've rated this, you have a challenge for me? Yes, I do. Are we staying? Oh, first of all, uh, briefly mentioned the format of the show. We're in 1976. We started in 1973. We go back and forth with movies from the from the year starting in 1973. If one of us felt that that year is done, they can move us into the following year. So right now we're in 1976. If Scott feels that we're done with 1976, he can move us right into 1977. But I'm not 100% sure that you're doing that. I feel like we're on the edge, so I'm going to I'm going to I think so. Over to you. I think yeah, so, so too. Gonna- so I'm going to punt it over to you, and I'm going to I'm going to uh, keep it in 1976. Okay. And I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it or give any kind of hints for you. I'm just going to tell you flat up, eaten alive. <laughs> I can see the straight face that you're giving me. That uh, you want to hurt me with this one. Not that I want to hurt you. I feel like this is the one genre we have to make sure we cover. Uh, like when the, I said exploitation, the cannibal, this is exploitation. Yeah. Exploitation horror. I think it's the one thing yeah. we really haven't t- tapped the seventies yet on. And, this, All and right. if we're, we can't leave the seventies without hitting a few of these and, and eating alive is, is a major one. Okay. So you're leaving it up to me to decide whether we're going to be in 1977 or not next week. Balls back in your court. Okay. I mean, maybe that's, Maybe that's a good way to do it. It is my birth year. Maybe you know I'm the one that pushes us into the very next year. We started in seventy. Yeah, we started in seventy three with your birth year, and we're in nineteen seventy six in my birth year. And I, I know you mentioned it before. It's like we've done a ton of movies in the eighties. I just really want to get out of the seventies. I know, but we we. I'm missing. Done... I'm missing our old format. I think that's what it's what it comes down to. I liked hopping or I liked being able to and I'll say this on the show because this is a conversation we've had. I like being in nineteen seventy six this week, but I also like that maybe next week we're in two thousand sixteen. You know? I we really like I know we don't, but I don't know. Do we want to set a dead end year where it's like, okay, we hit this year and we're done? Or do we want to try and reimagine the format entirely? Just change when we get tired. Who cares? Well, I'm starting. I'm I'm there. I'm getting there, dude. All right. <laughs> we've been oh, in. Maybe, we've maybe. been in the, the. And this is how I know I'm tired. We've been in the '70s for two years. Mm-hmm. We've been doing movies from the '70s for two years. Okay. It's a we, we real. Can, it's a really long time. If you can if you want, we can stop it at '76 when we think we're done with '76, and whenever we want, we can pick it up again with '77. We could do that. Well. Let's have a more in-depth conversation off air. How about that? Yep. All right. Sure. All right. So now's the fun part. Ending the show. <laughs> the fun part is starting the show and then ending the show. Because that means I get to go fall asleep on the couch. All right, everybody. Uh, this is a milestone episode, by the way. It's episode 350. Like a big dog. We... Uh, you know, milestones are fun and all, but look at us. We're like we're like ducks. Water just rolls off our backs. 350? Big deal. It's a milestone episode. It's not a big deal. You okay? No, I'm not. I'm oh, tired. <laughs> you never heard that analogy? <laughs> yeah, I never liked it. Sorry. Man, <laughs> I'll never use it again in your presence. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyhow... Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download or listen to the show there. Uh, you can go to our iTunes page. 
and you can do that as well there. Uh, you can also leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to go to our Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash moviesucktastic or forward slash moviesucktastic. If you want to leave us voicemail, the phone number is 908-514-4470. And uh, we have Tumblr page out there. We have an app uh, for your Android device. Go to moviesucktastic.com slash forward slash mst.apk. You can download right that uh, right to your phone. I know I'm I'm like, whoo! I'm 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 teetering, and uh, or you can download your favorite podcast player and just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. Our feed is literally everywhere. Go to Google, do a search for Movie Sucktastic. It's every. As a matter of fact, I haven't done a, a search for us in a while because it's always interesting to see what episodes are possibly linked to other sites. Mm-hmm. Like the one that I remember the most that it's like, I am assuming we said some very valid things in that one episode we did. What did we dub it? The rape episode? Oh, the rape episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody actually linked that podcast to an actual article written um, against and how do we solve things in the, the terms of, of, of rape. It was like almost like a college paper where it's like. It's like we're discussing a, a this difficult topic. Here's a podcast that talks about it in cinema, and it's like, oh my god, what have we said? Did they listen to the show? I'm sure we laughed at some point because it's bad movies that have these these types of things in it, and it's like, oh man, like our our that podcast, our podcast, that episode, that YouTube, um, uh, iTunes got linked to this article that was written, and I'm like, ah oh, shit. All I remember was uh, uh, at the time I was maintaining, uh, I was doing uh, summaries of the episodes on the blog, and it actually got taken down. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I mentioned rape. I was like, wasn't saying it was a <sighs> good thing. Oh, we had a bunch of episodes recently that have been flagged as age-restricted. I'm assuming in the slideshow or in the video, there's maybe like a nipple slip or maybe some brief nudity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like I have to go back and watch all of these that were age restricted because I'm sure they're just being overly cautious. Anyway, the music's ending. Do you have any words of wisdom? Twas beauty killed the beast. Which they never said in this one, but thought that was interesting. They changed that too. Like, how many times can you fucking say it? It's iconic. You should say it. Maybe you should have it on a billboard somewhere and it's like no one says, I don't know tired (laughs) oh my god i gotta go i'm sorry good night good night everybody bye-bye